of Disney Update brought to you by NerdCon 1. This episode is sponsored by Hashtag Razor Streamer as well as Pyre Performance Gaming Supplements. And my name is Nick, also known as at Disney Adams on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I am also a travel planner specializing in Disney destinations for an earmarked travel planning company. So what we do here on Disney Update is every week I come on and I give you all the updates uh, that are going on this week as well as new announcements. And then we talk a little bit about some of my favorites around the parks, as well as my personal favorite uh, part of the episode is um, Disney updates. Ooh, someone gave us a like there. Thank you so much. And let's dig right into this. So Walt Disney World has announced... Hang on. Here's a little funky. So let me just switch that up. There we go. That way you can see, you know, how bald I am. All right, so this week, Walt Disney World has announced that their resort holiday starts November 6th. So what this means from November 6th to December 30th, Guests will be able to enjoy festive decor, uh, themed merch, and seasonal festive food and beverage offerings across Walt Disney World resorts. So that means pretty much everywhere, including the resorts themselves, are going to have a lot of these updates and this stuff for the holiday season. And that starts November 6th. There's going to be a lot of changes. There's going to be a lot of same things that you guys remember. So I'm going to get through all that information as we talk all about holidays for this part of uh, the show. So this includes, like I said, this includes all four parks as well as Disney Springs. Um, Santa will be making uh, time for special pop-up appearances at each location. Um, it says right on the website he will be waving and exclaiming holiday wishes to all. So I think it's safe to assume that, like everything else going on right now, getting up and close to take uh, pictures with him is not going to happen this year. Sitting on his lap most likely will not because of COVID-related issues um, that surround stuff like that. So what we have as far as holiday festivities across the parks, we're going to start and go park by park. Right now, the information they have out for Disney's Animal Kingdom is that there's going to be festive flotillas. Um, I'm assuming they're going to be using their waterways here, and they're going to have little festive things for you to see as you're walking over the different bridges into the different areas of Animal Kingdom. So Hollywood Studios is going to have Merry Motorcades, um, which you may see some of the motorcades they have already with the old school 70s, 80s, and before um, cars that they use for movies stuff like that with characters um and with a festive twist uh, for the holidays so that's gonna be happening there as well as over at hollywood and vine Minnie mouse will be uh hosting a yuletide gathering and that's gonna start on november 6th she's gonna have all of her friends there for a yuletide gathering um they'll be walking around hollywood and vine again getting up and close for pictures might not happen and i'm not too sure about how signatures are going to work there so um, definitely ask before you do anything as far as asking um, guest, or, uh, cast members to uh, sign any books or give hugs to the kids. Um, so over at Epcot, they're going to have a, hollow, a holiday promenade starting on November 6th. Um, there will be no Candlelight Processional this year, which is a big bummer. I love Candlelight Processional. Um, Neil Patrick does one week every year, and that's the one I always try to get to. Um, but they're not going to be hosting that. The reason for that is, is the amphitheater that they have there is very, very close um, even when it gets, you know, moderately busy, there's people even standing on the walkways plus, uh, you know, packed seats. So it'd be very hard to do something like that and allow enough guests to really be able to enjoy it and make it fair. So that won't be happening. Um, but starting on November 27th, which is a little bit late this year, uh, Epcot will be doing its International Festival of the Holidays. So that's going to kick off on, like I said, November 27th, and we'll have the return of the Holiday Kitchens Around World Showcase. So each different uh, country from or on the um, <clears throat> how am I oh, the international showcase? Excuse me. 
around World Showcase. Jeez Louise, I'm having tongue twisters today. Um, so those are going to have like little festive treats at each area that's specific to the land that they're in. Um, and then there's going to be a return with uh, Joyful, which is a returning uh, band that does R&B, all different types of genres, all about holiday music, just for something for everyone to be able to enjoy. And that's going to be right up in the center um, so that it's spread out for guests to be able to enjoy all around. Um, so other than that, then we have Magic Kingdom. Um, so there's going to be no very merry uh, Christmas party this year. Again, close quarters, stuff like that. It's not going to work. Um, but there will be a sp uh, pr special projection effects um, uh, on Cinderella's Castle after dark. It's going to give it a nice little festive look. Again, they're not doing a lot of these shows, so it's just going to be a stagnant, not a stagnant, but a, a animation on the castle to make it look uh, neat. Um, from the pictures, it looks like it's going to be very similar to... Um, the way they've done some of the projection shows. So you're going to see some images on the castle that if you've been before, you, you will recognize. And there's also going to be a new holiday inspired character floats. Again, magic kingdom isn't doing the meet and greets anymore. They are doing, um, you know, at a distance where you can kind of take a selfie, stuff like that, as well as doing floats where the characters go around the park and you can get photos of them. Um, for this time of year, they're all going to have their favorite costumes on. There's going to be gingerbread men and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, so it's going to be a super neat time for that. Uh, but that's about all I have as far as the holidays at um, Disney this year. Um, so that, that being said, I want to get into the second part of the segment, which is where I do a little bit of my own rating system from different things around the park. This week, we're going to look at the top three quick services um, or quick service dining at Magic Kingdom. Again, everyone has their reasons for what they love at the parks. Um, these are based off of uh, a few different key points for me, and I'll explain to you each one. That way you understand where I'm coming from. If you guys like a different one, feel free to comment in. I would love to hear what you have to say. I might learn something new or try something new. So that'd be super cool. So let's see, we're going to go right into it over in Frontierland, My number one is uh, Pecos bill. The reason why I like this is, is that area of the park has not a lot of shading, um, a little bit more walking distance between rides and shops and stuff like that. And Pecos bill itself is a very large area. It doesn't look like it when you look at it from either angle or either entrance, but there's multiple seating areas and um, I'm a big Tex-Mex fan. So really great there um one of the big metrics where i rate uh especially quick service is where you can refill your soda after purchasing and this is one of those locations where they will refill that soda um it's great because you get your drink for the meal and then you can refill and take one with you into the park it kind of elongates especially if you have kids the amount of time before you need to find a new uh, beverage for the children or yourself um so i really like that they have the make your own taco nacho bar there they also have this really cool thing where it's this big platter that if you can eat it in a certain amount of time, I believe it's free. Um, there's some rules and stipulations that go to it. I've talked about it uh, in the past on uh, 5 Minute Podcast. i got to look more into it again so we can maybe have a whole episode about that because I want to try it at some point. But that's also something kind of cool that they do that makes it feel more of like a, you know, like a canteen, like a, like a family restaurant where you know, they're, they're having fun like that. So my next one, um, so number two for my list today on top three quick service at Magic Kingdom is going to be over in Liberty Square, and that's Columbia Harbor House. If you know me, that is my favorite restaurant anyway. Um, the reason why I put it for number two is, is that seating can be tough. Um, it does have two floors. Uh, I, we always go directly to the second floor because it's very hard to find uh, seating on the first floor, and it's, it's kind of a pain. Now, this is uh, you stand in line to order your food, and then you go sit down once you get it. So if you are in a group, I would recommend having one to two people stay there to get the food and do the ordering and the other group, part of the group, go get a seat for yourself. So that way you guys are good to go. Have them text where they're at, upstairs, downstairs, what corner, and you're good to go there. Um, the reason why I love this place so much is, is again, it has refillable drink options, uh, which I just have for mentioned in the uh, previous um, 
uh, quick service restaurant, but um, they also have a great surf and turf menu. There's a lot of, you can get fried shrimp, fish and chips, chicken nuggets. There's a lot of other options. They do have a great vegan um, or um, non-meat eating, uh, you know, based off all the different, you know, ways you go with that um, options for you to have there. And it's great. There's plenty of condiments. I'm a big condiment guy when it comes to fried food. So I really enjoy that. But, um, you know, it's a great place to sit. It's very cool in there. This is another one where there's not a lot of shade in that area. Sometimes there's a wait for uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and or Haunted Mansion. And it's a good spot just to sneak in really quick for lunchtime. Even if you do an early lunch, hop right in there. And then you're literally right at the entrance to go over to Haunted Mansion afterwards. Um, so that's why I like that one. But for number three, we're going to go not too far from uh, this last one, but uh, over into Fantasyland, and that's going to be Pinocchio, Pinocchio's Village House. You guessed it, refillable drinks is number one reason why it's on the list. The reason why it's number three is just because Liberty uh, Square, as well as Pecos Bill, have special places in my heart based off of family and kids and um, all that. But Pecos, or Pinocchio's Village House is going to have very similar dining to Columbia Harbor House with uh, some more German-inspired stuff, pretzels, stuff like that. Again, plenty of condiments for the fried foods there, so um, definitely enjoy that. But it, and, and free refills um, is great. There's a little bit more seating here, and what's neat about the upstairs seating of this location or the seating that overlooks um, It's a Small World is you can actually look down um, at certain seats and see It's a Small World as they're entering the ride. Um, and it's kind of neat. I, I like that. You know, um, For those of you who don't like the It's a Small World song, you it's not some huge overwhelming music that you're hearing. Most of it is is what's being played on the Pinocchio um, Village House uh, soundtrack. So no worries there. But um, before we get into the last section here, uh, I do want to take a quick moment and hear a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by My Pyre Gamer Performance Energy Drink. Pyre was created with gamers in mind to improve performance and keep you healthy. Power, precision, performance, Pyre. And now, if you are a listener of NerdCon 1, you can get a 10% discount. Just go to mypyre.com forward slash discount forward slash NerdCon 1, or you can go to mypyre.com and enter code NerdCon 1. All right, and special thanks to Pyre for sponsoring this episode. So our last section is my, my biggest favorite because I love, love, love Disney+, Plus, and that is what's new on Disney+, Plus for this week. So we're going to start right off with a couple live actions, one I talked about last week, one I did not. First one there is Christopher Robin. That's the live action that just came out last year. Uh, that is now available on Disney+. Plus. If you had not had a chance and you're a big Winnie the Pooh fan um, or just a great storyteller fan um, or st storytelling fan, it's definitely something to watch out. Um, this is the one that I talked about last week and is also a live action, is the new Disney's Mulan. And that's the live action uh, remake of the original Mulan. Um, now, this is a premiere access movie, which means it's going to be $30 in order for you to purchase it. I personally think that's a great price because that's effectively two of you going to see the movie. If you have a whole family, you are saving money to watch this at home. Um, for those of you who don't want to spend the money on it, well, uh, they have announced that in December... Um, they're going to be uh, put, releasing it on Disney Plus for free. Um, then other than that, there's a couple of returning show movies uh, or older movies that are going to be coming back on or coming on to Disney Plus. We have The Wolverine, and then we also have Never Been Kissed. Um, another special mention that I don't know if I brought up before on previous cast, but The Mandalorian has also announced that the first episode will be coming out on uh, October 31st. I'm very excited about that, and I will be uh, keeping you guys updated. We're going to have a little bit of a Mandalorian section once that happens. Other than that, guys, 
I would like to thank you so much for listening to this Disney update this week. And I also like to thank hashtag RazorStreamer as well as Pyre Gaming Supplements uh, for sponsoring this episode. Um, if you guys want to hear more from NerdCon 1, make sure you head over to www.nerdcon1.com. If you guys would like to pick up some cool merchandise, you can go to www.nerdcon1.com forward slash shop. There's guys, girls clothes, as well as some really cool merch that you can have. I personally can't wait for my coffee mug to come in. Um, so check that out. And other than that, guys, make sure you follow, subscribe, and all that other fun stuff and share to the other people. And stay tuned for tomorrow's episode of the NerdCon 1 podcast. That's going to be airing on the NerdCon 1 page or at nerdcon1.com, as well as all other social media and pretty much everywhere else you go. Um, so that'll be airing tomorrow night at 6. And if you guys are looking for something to listen to on your way into work or you don't have a chance to catch every video, we are also an audio podcast where all shows go up in the audio version. We are available on iTunes as well as Google Podcasts and anywhere else you listen to podcasts except for iHeartRadio. So make sure you guys check us out. And thank you so much, guys. We will talk to you next week.